The podcast you're about to hear was made with Anchor. You can use Anchor to make a podcast right from your phone, no experience necessary. Plus, it's completely free. Get the app at anchor.fm slash podcast. Today, we have a special interview covering one of the most polarizing industries in the United States today. Stick with me to hear more. Hi, this is Chris, and welcome to Popcorn Finance. I hope you're all doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss the finance issues that we all deal with and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today's topic is all based around a call-in that I received from Hustle Cannabis, and based off of his name, I'm sure you can guess what his question was, or at least what it was uh, related to. Hustle, or Mr. Cannabis, I'm not sure what he would prefer to go by, but his question was centered around the marijuana industry and what I thought of it from a financial perspective. I personally don't smoke, so I couldn't really answer the question from a personal perspective or even from an educated perspective, um, but the question was still interesting to me, and I don't really know much about the industry, so um, I wanted to find a way to kind of answer this question and also learn more about it myself, um, so I decided to interview someone I knew who would, I guess to put it in a good way, knows more about the industry than I do, and I'll just leave it at that. So first, I'm going to play the call-in for you, and then we're just going to jump right into the interview. Popcorn Finance. First of all, I want to say I love your show. Uh, really interesting stuff about credit. I can't stand looking at my FICO credit score because it's always lower than the other ones. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's uh, it's not as high as, uh, what's the other one, Experian? But anyway... I wanted to ask you something. What is your opinion coming from a uh, business slash finance standpoint on the cannabis industry? Would you invest personally into it? Um, what do you think could happen in the future? And I just want to get your take on it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Hustle Cannabis, for the call in. And since I'm not too familiar with the industry, I decided to bring in someone who knows, we'll just say a little bit more than I do. Uh, LJ, one of my good friends. How's it going? Pretty good. You ready to talk about... The marijuana industry? Of course, all the time. <laughs> so, uh, Hustle Cannabis, his first question, the first point he brought up was, he wanted to know our opinion on the industry. So, like I said, I'm not too familiar with it. So, um, what are your thoughts on the industry as it stands right now? Um, currently, like, what we're seeing is we're seeing an industry in their, in their infancy. They've been around, um, you know, well... The beginning of it, like legal cannabis and buying cannabis, or be able to possess cannabis, uh, started in '96, right, in California for the with medical marijuana, right. Mm-hmm. And around 2003, uh, there was a bill that was passed that allowed for collectives, right. And then after that, you start seeing a lot of dispensaries. Oh, and wait, before you go on, you earlier you mentioned what was the name of that bill that was passed? Oh yeah, it was a uh, Senate Bill 420. Which is a stupid name. <laughs> and so, Amazon is calling me right now because right. I have a Prime Now order. Okay, we'll pause that then. All right, so you got your toilet paper. So um, yes, <laughs> you're, yes, you're talking about the uh, the bill that was passed. Yeah, it was Senate Bill, Senate bill 420. They thought okay. they were pretty funny, huh? You, I don't understand how that <laughs> was a bill, but hey. All right, and so, okay, so you tell me the history. So they passed the bill after they just um, allowed medical 
marijuana. Yeah. So yeah, the basically, collectives allowed for people, you know, to go to to some to a place. Wow, to buy cannabis, right? Okay. Um, and the problem with that bill was that it was basically they could, they could do it, but for not no profit. So they had to be non profit. So these dispensaries open as non profit, which caused a lot of problems uh, down the line because, like, toward the in. Uh, End of the uh, 2000s to the early 10s, uh, you were seeing a lot of uh, dispensaries get shut down. And part of the reason was, hey, you're making profit. We're going to go shut you down, right? So what, um, did, what did they expect them to do with the money? Or just they were supposed to charge so low that they weren't making a profit? Yeah. Or this was in show that they were investing into, like, maybe a... Uh, some kind of charity or something like that, you know. Okay, they just they wanted to benefit. It was like we'll let you sell this for right. medical purposes, right. but this money has to go to help some other cause in the state that's needed, type of thing. Yeah, that that type of thing. Okay, and um, you know, uh, so Colorado, the the state that was one of the first states to legalize, along with Washington, um, when they set up their dispensaries in 2009, it was for-profit, so they didn't have that issue. Mm. And I think that that's partly, probably why they were able to pass, to legalize uh, marijuana for, uh, for recreational purposes. Were they the first state? Uh, them in Washington. Washington, state. Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Well, Oregon, Oregon, that was this past. Oh, so Washington, Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Colorado. Um, and anyway, uh, so yeah, it's still relatively in its infancy. Um because of the way that legalization works, it's not federal, so it's done by a state-by-state basis. And because of that, the rules aren't uniform, right? There's mm-hmm. no, like, uniform, you know, commerce for uh, marijuana. Um, with California, recently they did the, you know, the recreational bill, uh, or I think it was bill, uh, Prop 64, for recreational use. So the whole, like, for-profit or non-profit thing is no longer an issue. Okay. Um, but that doesn't start until 2018, uh, where they'll allow for uh, dispensaries to, sh- to sell recreationally. Doesn't mean that it doesn't happen right now. Some of those medical dispensaries are selling, you know, uh, recreational uh, for recreational purposes with people who are 21 and over. But. Is that those places with the uh, the green plus sign on the outside of the building? Well, those are medical marijuana dispensaries, and yeah. Um, not all of them are doing it, but some of them are definitely doing it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So right now, like I said, it, it's it's kind of like the wild wild west. It's in its infancy. Um, but that being said, it, it's come a long way. Like you can drive down because I'm we're in Orange County, so you can drive down 55. You'll see billboards for dispensaries. That's true. They're pretty open with it now. Yeah, very open with it. You know, first you only see that stuff in Hollywood. Hollywood, they <laughs> didn't care. You know, but. You know, now you're starting to see that everywhere, and uh, it's, it'll be interesting once it, it becomes fully recreational and how that is impacted by like the tourism industry and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. So. So do you think so? Now that it's legal, you said not not quite yet for recreational, not until 2018. But it's, it's legal to like so if you wanted to have some marijuana, it'd be legal for you to have it, right? So it's legal for you to have it as a person, for you to have up to an ounce. But it's not legal to sell recreationally just yet. Okay, not until 2018. Yeah, okay, not until okay. 2018. Okay, so then are there any, as a business, since we're looking at this from like a finance yeah, perspective, finance. do you think as it stands now that it's a reasonable or profitable, or I guess, 
a business to open and run? It's certainly profitable. I mean, it'll cost a lot of money to open it. I mean, because although, you know, weed is not as expensive as it used to be, but it's still pretty, it's still going to be pretty pricey. You have to find, uh, you know, uh, vendors, you know, vendors, people who are growing marijuana and whatnot. Um, so you need, you need to find that, uh, floor space, um, and all that. Uh, another issue with having a marijuana business, and that's not just in California, but it's in all states that have these businesses, is finding a bank that will take the money that, you know, that you can, you know, hey, I made $10,000 today, I'm going to take it over to the bank. A lot of banks aren't doing that. Most, I, I don't think any banks are really doing that, and that's because it's still federally illegal. Oh, the banks are regulated federally. Right? Yeah, they're so, regulated federally. Yeah. Oh, so as a, if I'm a, a business that sells marijuana, I can't open up a business account and deposit that money I'm making? No. No, oh, right so now. they, so they have nowhere to keep their money then right now? No, they do not. And, um, in fact, I've read this somewhere, um, I'm sure you can Google it, look online, but, uh, the Obama administration was working on something that would help that, that would help banks, um, take that money. Uh, but as far as I know now, that's no longer a thing um, with this current uh, uh, administration. Um, and actually, that actually makes me think of uh, uh, Jeff Sessions, right? He's the Attorney General. Um, I think it was in January or February. He was saying that that marijuana, um, like his views are very draconian, right? They're very old school. So to him, it's as bad as like opioids. Or heroin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that there makes it a little, it's a little sketchy though. For me personally, if I was thinking about opening a business, it'd be like, man, I don't know, because I don't know what they're going to be doing in Washington that may affect my business over here. Because hey, while the local sheriff department may not come and uh, bust my doors in, uh, the DEA still can. Oh, and I think that kind of gets into yeah. Hustle Cannabis' the second point was he wanted to know your thoughts on, or our, I guess our thoughts on the future. Yeah. And so I guess with the new administration in, with the new president, the new cabinet, it seems like it may be uncertain. I, I think it's uncertain. At state level, it's very bright. Hmm. You know, uh, like, you know, all the states that have it legalized recreationally, they're obviously have a different viewpoint of drug. So I don't think you'll run into many problems there. You know, maybe local municipalities may not want it in their city or whatnot. Because uh, I know in California that's still allowed. You know, if, if you're like, let's say you're in Costa Mesa, hey, I don't want this here. You don't, you don't have to give them licenses for that. Yeah, true. Uh, but as far as like, if, if all you had to deal with was your local government, your local state government, uh, then it's like, man, it's bright. But because of, you know, the attorney general... And, you know, the administration, there is an, uh, an air of uncertainty on how it would be treated um, in the future. Because they like, could undo all the changes that have been put in place to make it legal. They could decide to say, you know what, hey, uh, we didn't say it was legal. Federal government, Trump state government. Literally Trump. <laughs> <laughs> did not mean to make that joke. Uh, you know, send in the DEA. You know, and and that 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 could be very costly because you know you're losing merchandise. They because they, okay, they know, can just they'll, confiscate it. They'll, they'll, they'll confiscate everything. Uh, you know, there's videos online of, uh, of of you know police departments and DEA busting uh, dispensaries, uh, medical dispensaries. 
So, I mean, as far as it, uh, as a good investment, it's, it's tough. It's okay. tough. And I think that's, so that's, that's, I think what Hustle Cannabis is, his uh, final point, his final question for us was, do you think it's a good investment? Do you think it's something that you could put your money into or open up on your own or do you think that's a viable option based on the things you've said so far? Um, well, I mean, obviously it is a viable, it's viable in that it'll make money and you can sustain a business because they're everywhere, right? Yeah. You can walk down, you can drive literally a mile and you'll have a store, you'll be able to walk in, pay for it, go home. Um, but it's the other things that come with it. It all, I guess what it comes down to is like personal preference. Do you want to deal with that uncertainty? Do you want to, yeah, yeah. you know, deal with not being able to deposit your money in a bank? Like, it, 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 it's like they can make things difficult. Yeah, yeah. If those cons um, outweigh the benefits, the pros, then I'd say, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. But if, if, if you find that you're willing to take those risks because the reward is high in, in terms of, if you know, if you're talking about just making money, uh, the reward is pretty high, especially depending on where you live. Like, if you're in L.A., it might be a little hard because there's, like, a, a weed shop on every corner. There's a lot of competition in L.A., yeah, that's for sure. But if you're, like, in, you know, somewhere like Santa Cruz or Santa Barbara, you know, something that's not, that's not so densely populated, yeah, you know, you might you might do well. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. I, obviously. I bet you are. Yeah, yeah, I very am. I do not want to go back to drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> not that you were going to drug dealers. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no. Never that. Um, but, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm excited. I hope that it goes into, I hope it goes in a positive direction. I, I, I hope that this uh, administration doesn't uh, screw up everything that people have uh, fought for the, for the past 20 plus years. Okay. Yeah. Does it sound like it's a uh, an industry still in question if it's going to... Yeah, like exist. I said, it's, it's yeah. Wild Wild West, man. It's still in it. I mean, even though it's been around for over 20 years, it's like still in its, uh, its infancy. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Hustle Cannabis, I hope that answers your question. Um, thank you, LJ, for uh, for joining me here. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, you're welcome. It's like reuniting the old uh, Gaming Gurus podcast. Kind of, right? Two-thirds of it, at least. Yeah, but you're going to distort my voice, aren't you? Of course, yeah. No okay. one's gonna even going to know right. who you are. Right. I promise. I don't yeah. smoke weed. <laughs> I'm an upstanding citizen. <laughs> yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, good sitting with you. All right, so that was my interview with my good friend LJ on the marijuana industry, the recreational marijuana industry, and whether or not it is a, I guess, a viable investment or business venture to uh, go into. And this is all spurred by the uh, the question from Hustle Cannabis. And I really appreciate you sending in that question because I think that sparked uh, an interesting conversation, maybe a conversation that I might not have even had or, or really thought to even look into. And I realized that I didn't really give my answer to um, some of those questions that Hustle Cannabis had put out there. And um, for me, I don't think it's something that I would invest in just because I think it's hard to, I guess, really invest and put your all in, at least for me, uh, into something that I guess is not really a part of you or something that you do or um, is part of your life. So just on, just on that alone, I don't think it would be something great for me to invest in since I'm not, I guess, personally attached to it. And I think some of the points that LJ made regarding kind of the regulatory regulatory uncertainty that's uh, kind of still out there makes it a hard thing to kind of put your money into unless you're going to, I guess, get in, make as much profit as you can and 
hopefully get out before things change if they do change but that is um i think a risk that i don't know if i would personally be uh, ready to take but i'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are willing to to kind of put their money up and see where the industry goes and on that point i had a great call in from christopher whose comments tie in perfectly with what we've been talking about so far Hey, uh, being a Californian resident myself, um, it's kind of interesting to hear your interview. Um, not something I'm very personally invested in, but a lot of people I know, um, I live up here in North State of California, and that is prime uh, growing area. So a lot of industry is actually already popping up here, uh, specifically in the coastal regions where um, the environment is already ideal. So land is being snatched up fast because... Um, it doesn't show any trends of slowing down, and um, I know businesses are just waiting to get in there, but they're still being cautious because at that federal level, it's still illegal. And if you have cross-border businesses, it's not necessarily something you want to get involved in just yet because of the legalities. It's better to be safe than sorry, but hey, some people obviously are taking the risk and they're buying up the land that's perfect for growing. So it's going to be a fun few years to watch. Thanks again for the call in, Christopher. And I think you made some really good points there um, just about how this industry is very strong already, even though it's it's in its legal form. It's very new. It's already very strong and there's a large demand. And you can see a lot of people putting their money up to be a part of this industry and they try to take advantage of this large customer base that um, that needs that's looking for a product and a product that I guess we can say still has room for growth in its uh, supply chain. Like, I guess maybe that's the way you can put it. And I think that's one of the most interesting things about this industry is that it's fairly developed to be, I guess, new on the on the legal scene. And so I can't really think of another comparable product or business or industry that came to market with a large base ready to go and people are kind of scrambling to create this supply uh, this infrastructure to to support it. I don't. I can't think of anything else that's really come come to market that's you know created this type of situation. But I guess the only time will tell. We'll we'll just have to wait and see how this industry develops and grows, and also what happens on the regulatory side. But I guess that will be for people much smarter and invested than I am. So uh, we'll see what they do. But I want to say thanks to everyone for uh, just checking out the show, taking some, some time here listening to the interview. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, anything you want to leave regarding anything we've talked about today or anything in the past, please feel free to uh, send me a call in. Uh, you can contact me on Twitter at Popcorn Finance or on Instagram at Pop Finance uh, if you wanted to send me a message there. I really enjoy hearing feedback from you all, and it really just uh, keeps me motivated and uh, also helps me determine what it is I should be talking about um, because I want to put out things that you all want to hear. So uh, definitely stay in contact. Let me know what you think. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to Popcorn Finance. If you like what you've been hearing, please favorite the station here on Anchor.fm. Or if you're listening to this as a podcast, please subscribe in the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, or via your favorite podcast app. To keep up on what's new, follow us on Twitter at Popcorn Finance or on Instagram at Pop Finance. Thanks for listening and have a great day.
podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.